Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. What's next? That is the question that underpins much activity most of the time across the foreign exchange market. After a tentative week for the dollar against its major rivals, traders are looking ahead to a rate call next week from the Federal Reserve. Meanwhile, the prospect of deeper protectionism at the White House is also important. This is Hard Currency, the FT's weekly podcast that seeks to define sentiment for the world's biggest and most liquid asset class. I'm Michael Hunter, and joining me here in London is Viraj Patel, FX strategist at ING. Sir, you are very welcome. As we face this blend of a 25 basis point rate hike and concern at the prospect of more tariffs, What's your feeling on what's next for the dollar? Well, we've held sort of a medium term bearish dollar view. And I think that's still pretty much intact, despite what the Federal Reserve will do next week. Now, if we can focus on the short term and next week's meeting itself, I think the big thing here is for markets is whether the Fed will upgrade their forward policy rate guidance. So the interest rate profile that they signal to markets, whether for 2018, they signal four rate hikes versus three, as was the case in December. Now, we actually think this is a pretty tall order, not least for one reason, it requires four FOMC members to make this shift. And second, recent events over the past couple of weeks, not least an inflation reality check in the US, as well as everything that's going on in the White House, may actually cause some of those members to just hold back before making this assumption. So it's going to be quite a nuanced approach to this particular meeting. We've got the new Fed chairman, Jay Powell, in the chair again, haven't we? How big a factor in that mix is a new chairman? Well, I think I think what Jay Powell would want to seek first and foremost annuity rather than distort markets or take markets away from sort of what Janet Yellen has sort of embedded over the past couple of years, which is a gradual pace of normalisation signalling potentially an upgrade at a time when global markets are at such a fragile and watershed moment may not necessarily be the best thing to be doing. So we actually think it may be the worst time for J-Pal to make any subtle policy changes just because markets may over-conflate what this means. Okay, and meanwhile, we're keeping a wary eye on the White House. Larry Kudlow of CNBC fame and, of course, in fairness, of a veteran of the Reagan administration's economic policy unit is the new chief economic advisor to Donald Trump. Where are you drawing the distinction between what's more important in the short-term outlook between Capitol Hill and the Federal Reserve? Well, I think for the dollar, it's very much Capitol Hill that's driving the dollar versus the Federal Reserve. If one subscribes to the view that the Fed policy tightening cycle is all but perfectly priced into the US curve, it's pretty hard for short term sort of Fed meetings to drive the dollar over a trend. So the trend for the dollar is very much picking itself up from what's going on in the White House. Now, 
we think it's actually going to be pretty hard for the White House to put this weak dollar genie back into the bottle. Now, we heard murmurs at the start of the year from the Treasury Secretary. We've heard Donald Trump also say that he's not an advocate of a strong dollar. I think what we're now seeing is a bit of backtracking on that, but only because of how markets have reacted. But I don't think anyone's buying it. We've heard Larry Kudlow as well suggesting buy King Dollar. I don't think investors will buy that when you see protectionist policies being employed. That's your key signal. The actual actions from the White House matter more than the actual rhetoric. And of course, we had the dollar as the weakest G7 currency last year by some considerable margin. It's down over the year to date this year by around 3% typically against its major rivals. This brings us towards the outlook for interest rate differentials, the pace at which the tightening process will be different in the major economies. Now, although the Fed's ahead, there's a feeling that the European Central Bank in particular has more room to catch up, hence the bullish outlook for the shared currency. Having said that, are you picking up any signals that policymakers in the eurozone are getting a little bit uncomfortable with this super sore away euro? Well, I think for the ECB, their path of least resistance on the back of this story is a gradual appreciation in the euro. So as long as that gradual element kicks in, I think they're fine. They, well, the worst thing that would happen is uh, some sort of front running of market expectations. We've seen Mario Draghi a couple of times over the past week play down expectations, not least because the actual eurozone data hasn't been too convincing on the inflation front of late. Our view is that we think this may gradually turn around over the summer, lending itself to that sort of convergence story happening in the rate differential space, the markets sort of repricing the next steps of ECB policy normalisation. If we just look at what's happening here, if you look at even just the three-year forward interest rate in the Eurozone, that's still 50 basis points below where it was when the ECB started easing in summer 2014. So the greater propensities for that to normalise. Now, it's just when we think summer potentially would be sort of this Sintra part two moment for Mario Draghi when he's comfortable to let the euro move gradually higher. And we've got Sintra conference is one of the first real bullish yeah, signals. So, and kind of what we came, what we saw sort of parallels to this time last, or well, in Sintra last year. So I think we may get that environment. And that would set euro dollar on a path towards 130 towards the end of the year. But the biggest game changer right now is what happens with US trade policy. And that was the risk that Mario Draghi really cited last week. And like us, uh, Mario Draghi is not accustomed to tracking these kind of trends because we have not had US trade protectionism in the era of modern free-floating currencies. Exactly. And I think we made this good point, actually, at the uh, the last ECB meeting. Typically, the dollar tended to do well during protectionist uh, or risk-off environments. That may not be the case this time around. The euro, could, euro has typically, in recent years, been accustomed to be a safe haven play. We actually think that that may be the case where potentially the global market to turn and, cur- and sort of currencies to flip into risk-off mode. And that's basically the ECB's worst nightmare. Okay. So whichever way you look a stronger euro at the moment exactly even amongst all of that nuance now looking away from the majors briefly we've seen a spike at the time we're recording the podcast in the norwegian krona after a a very hawkish signal from the norges bank pointing to uh, a rate rise soon now under the major currencies and one rung lower there's going to be this whole rate differential play at work for much of the rest of the year. Where are you looking there? 
Yeah, certainly. So the Norges Bank topped the sort of leadership board here. They've been quite content in sort of signalling rate hikes coming through. What we think against the Swedish krona, that story may have been played out, but certainly one cross, and we saw it potentially today, the Norwegian krona against the Swiss franc. So the Swiss franc in the European space, the SMB, they will, they'll probably be the last to normalise. And there's potential for that cross to sort of be a relative monetary policy play, not least in the Eurozone space, taking out any dollar factor, taking out any euro factor. So that's quite a good thing. Is there any shelter around there from the protectionist theme, or are we all so interlinked now that really that's hard to find? That's probably going to be the bigger driver, I would say. So the relative interest rate differential story, let's say we get a what we're saying a cold trade war. That is a trade war that doesn't escalate much further, that doesn't take markets off course. Then that should be okay for this relative interest rate differential. Any flip from a cold trade war to an actual trade war will forget about policy normalisation in any country. And there we're, but we're, we're now trading a different paradigm. So that's the key risk for, I would say, in the very near term for markets. Viraj Patel, foreign exchange strategist at ING. Many thanks for your time. That is it for hard currency this week. Roger Blitz will be back next week. And in the meantime, you can keep up with all the latest news and the deepest analysis at ft.com slash markets and at FastFT. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's Corient.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.